All right, welcome back to Nerding Daily. Today we're going to talk about the much-awaited movie, Dune, which, uh, how, how did you like it, Robert? What did you think? Uh, I actually really liked it. I'm a fan, of course, it's easy um, to give this a recommendation. I'm a fan of Denis Villeneuve, mm. who did uh, Blade Runner 2049, which I thought, I still think is fantastic. It's a great movie. As well as Arrival, Sicario. Like, he, he knows what he's doing. He's a, he's a great artistic uh, director in these times. You know, people keep saying that there's not that many big names in movies anymore. It's all about franchises. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denny Villeneuve, to me, is a big name. Gotcha, yeah. It's not always actors now, but there are some directors that, you know, have heft to their name, and I believe he's one of them. Wow. I really enjoyed this. What about you, James? Well, he makes beautiful movies, absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny. I went, of course, I I grew up with the original, which, you know, wasn't we wanted. Oh, you the David I mean? Lynch one? Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, I never read the books. I'll be honest, or mm-hmm. the book, or is there books? I don't know. I I, I never got around to that. Uh, this movie, I watched it twice. Uh, uh-huh. it, I thought it was beautifully shot. Thought the cast was excellent, but I did fall asleep the first time. Oh <laughs> so, no! So I did watch it a second time. I found it beautifully boring. <laughs> oh come on! No, I'm not being. I'm not. I'm not. I'm being completely <laughs> honest here. But that's fine. But I, I'll be honest, I thought the cast was amazing, the cinematography was amazing, visually beautiful, the CGI was fantastic. The storytelling for me was very hard to just pay attention to really? and to follow. For me, yeah, for me. And even on the second watch, I was just kind of like, uh, I, I get the general concept of it, of mm-hmm. what Spice is, and, and, and the main character, Paul Atreides, what, how do you say his yeah. name? Yeah, Atreides. Um, House of Atreides, yeah. Yeah, I get his, I get his climb to, you know, of course, you know, with his father, what happens with his father and all that, and with his mother, her being what, like a concubine or something, I don't even know, or wife was, I don't know. His mother was into some sort of like oracle type mysticism thing, and how he had, he kept seeing it, and Spice kind of helped open up that power that he had. And that he was gonna have to help combine or make peace with this race to keep the empire going, right? Or keep them keep it ha- keep them happy because they just if you're not useful to the empire, they just get rid of you. Is that did I get that right? <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay, so you have to fall in line with the empire, even though you have you know the House of Atreides has their own control, their own headmaster, right? Um, Leto Atreides. It, it's just like pleasing a giant, like a like a bigger mafia, like a system lord. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, I get the story concept, and I like that story. I just feel like it's a lot to get there. There's a, you have to go through a lot to get. You know, you got to pay attention. You can't just do what I did and fall asleep, else you don't know what's gonna go. You don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. See, I had to I had to stop it and restart it, but every time I was like completely motivated, completely invested in okay. in this. Uh, story and i mean you have a, a massive great cast here and it made me yeah so invested in it and i i thought it was great i know people have had criticisms about it being slow being boring mm-hmm. um you're not the first james i've definitely heard more people well, saying it. and it pains me to say it 
It does. Yeah. Because I wanted to love it. You know, I wanted to go into I, I was excited for it. Yeah. You know. No, I, I, I love, I mean, I knew it was going to be, I mean, what, three hours or so. Yeah, it was long. Um, but I was ready for that, you know, and I, with a three hour movie, which, you know, there's, it's not a complete story right. that there's going to be a part two, even though part two was only greenlit like a week ago. Right. And I'll watch um, the second one. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Well, you, you always know that there's going to be something after it. Mm-hmm. So I had my expectations, I feel like properly set oh, that right. I was like, okay, this is going to be a slow moving movie. It's going to, it's going to build so much into these characters and then you're going to see where it goes. Right. And I, I loved that. I, I love figuring out more about this world, like even the little nuances about it. Um, you know, how this hierarchy uh, within uh, house of Atreides and the empire works, um, what these people on the spice planet, like how, how they're seen, how they act, how it's different and all this infighting, the you have the mystical side, mm-hmm. and you have the like the military side, and Paul is kind of in both of those worlds, right? Like his mother is the mystical side, uh, and keeps building up this idea that he's the one to to bring uh, the people of the Spice World together with the House of Atreides, with um, you know this new version of humanity, and Oscar Isaac. Uh, his dad, Alato, he's not just like a stern taskmaster, kill them all kind of thing. He knows that you have to show mercy. You have to show uh, uh, diplomacy mm-hmm. with people. You can't fight your way out of everything. Right. Like, is they're both very nuanced characters, and I like it. Yeah. And, and I... that makes Paul, like, that makes me more invested in Paul. Right, right. Um, because he... of it. Which a lot of that first hour especially is them just... I, I felt like it was just me figuring out like what Paul is all about and right. his family. Yeah, it was it was diving into his character and building his character and um, showing us. I mean, it had kind of a Game of Thrones like vibe to it, actually, in my opinion. Um, in a good way. In no, a good way. No, yeah. I'm not saying in a. No, I mean in a good way. I mean like the later years of Game of Thrones, not the early years. So it had that. It did have that. Wait, wait, wait. You mean the earlier years, not the later years? No, I mean, I mean like like the mid before the last season when it was at its peak of like quality writing and before it went south because in the beginning in the beginning it was kind of like we're just trying to impress you and we're gonna just make it you know almost like a porn (laughs) well they did that the whole show of that one but i I get what you're saying yeah it got more it got better story writing and character building in the middle towards the almost the end but um yeah it, it felt like that and i did like that element to it um i did not um couldn't get over the name duncan idaho this they they kind of you kind of miss it in the original you don't hear it as much but they really throw that name duncan idaho out a lot <laughs> well see okay i <laughs> it, it took me a while to get used to that but right uh, to a degree, it kind of made sense for me because this is like set like what uh, two thousand years, seven thousand years, something wild like that in the future. Right. So it's still humans coming from the civilization that we have now. So that's But right. if you think about it, like even now, there's things or people or places that have names that kind of don't make sense, or you don't think about where 
that comes from the origin of that name is because you're so like focused on like i just know this is this sure like matter of fact like as a matter of fact this place is called new york right you don't usually think about why is it called new york Mm -hmm. when there's not a york in in the united states you see Nike, and you're like, that's a shoe. That's like a fancy shoe. Sure. I know it's a Nike. But you don't know the origin of that word. The first thing that you come up with is Nike shoe. shoe. It's, right. a, it's a brand. It's a company. It's all like that. So it's, it, I, I basically saw that as kind of continuing in the same vein. These random names of uh, people or places in this futuristic society. That Yeah, Idaho. It just stuck you know, out. Like, whenever it was said, it kind of just... Yeah. Like, in this movie, it stuck out more than it did. Yeah. But I, I, I see that as, like, a, you know, it's kind of weird, but it also kind of, to me, makes sense because we do that now. Mm-hmm. And there's some words that just, they're so weird that they stand out. And they'll probably stand out for, you know, maybe all of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. It's, and maybe. Idaho is one of them, you know? Maybe. And they they, they have common names. Paul. Sure. Lady Jessica, um, yeah, Duncan. There, there's some common names there, so it's it is what it is. I was okay with that. <laughs> um, Jason Momoa, though, right? Man, he fits he fits well. I was actually worried about him because you know he's not the best actor, but he he made it work. He I, he really I cared about Duncan, you know, because of him. I feel like his character fit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, so shout out to the casting, not uh, just the cast, but the casting for that. And Oscar uh, Isaac, he he did a good job, and um, uh, Josh Brolin, he did a good job too. I didn't, I wasn't thinking Thanos or, um, I didn't even, my mind didn't even go there, you know. Yeah, I mean, is, he's he's probably the he's probably the most in his wheelhouse mm-hmm. um, versus any of these other actors. But I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But yeah, I didn't think of Thanos or anybody else. But it's still to me is like it's Josh Brolin. Right. That's Josh Brolin well, being Josh Brolin. But it's still like, you know, he's not he's serious, but he's not too serious kind no, of a character. So that was that was good. Batista though, like it was hard to escape because he he was in um Blade Runner and, and this for obvious reasons did have a Blade Runner vibe, especially with the music, like the way the music was. Um yeah. And and the, some of those faraway scenes and how they come in and the cinematography, like you can you can see that because of the director, of course. But um, well, and the uh, composer is uh, Hans Zimmer. Hans again. Zimmerman, yeah. So that makes sense. Um, but uh, yeah, Batista in some of those scenes felt very much Guardians. <laughs> I felt like, I I and it, 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 he can't help it because I felt that way when he was in the small role in Blade Runner, anyway. But um, it's just his size and his look. He just can't escape it. <laughs> Even though they gave, yeah, him, they gave him glasses in the short, I think. Yeah. Which helped, in my opinion. So I think yeah. He, I think he did I, great I, in the shorts. I think as long as Dave Bautista doesn't do like these weird like comedies, um, he chooses roles well enough that um, he, to me, he feels like he's different enough in all these roles. Hmm. He was uh, a, a small player in, in this part. Yeah, uh, in Dune. So I I was okay with him. Oh my gosh, Stellan Skarsgård was creepy, maniacal, so wild <laughs> as a uh, Harkonnen. He was and, gross. 
he was so <laughs> gross and he's a bad guy that like you you hate and you fear that's so hard to find in movies nowadays i feel that mud bath seems just like oh come on no like every single oh. thing to me was <laughs> yeah. creepy as heck yeah so i mean the 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 casting is is great seeing all these uh different characters from different houses or are different points of view mm-hmm. um they ba- basically collide um was super interesting to me and yeah the whole time poor timothy chalamet is getting whispered in his ear you're the one you're the one you're the one oh, yeah. but i i love his i love the power that he has that voice oh it's yeah like, it's it's like a voice of god thing you have to if you do it right which he struggles with it. I love that. That's not just natural to him. Yeah. If you do it right, people have to do what you say. Yeah. I love it, that power. It did. It did remind me of um, preacher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> or maybe that's where they got it. I don't know. Well, no, the book. The book. Oh. Yeah. There's. It's definitely from the book. No, no, no. I don't mean Dune. I mean preacher. Maybe, oh, maybe, where preacher got that idea? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Now that I think about it. Um. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and you're right. It, how he struggles with it, it, it felt like that's how it would go if it was a real thing. It felt natural. Absolutely. Yeah, like he might be destined to be, supposedly destined to be this like this great powerful leader to bring worlds together and such. But it, it's a it's a good way to show that he has a long way to go. Because he's not used to spice and he's not used to uh, he can't handle the visions and. And dude, the sandworms! Oh my gosh, sandworms in this thing were really well done. By the way, yeah, um, yeah. What did you think of Zendaya? Her I liked her. Her role didn't have that much uh, to go off of I... on this part, but she's building up to be a bigger part. Obviously, um, Paul has a bunch of visions of her, so you know that she's going to be important. Yeah, right. And you, I'm sure we'll see more of her in like in the next film, but. Um, yeah. I've seen, I've watched her grow as an actress through, um, was it Euphoria? On yeah. HBO. So yeah. I, I know she has greater potential than what she exhibits in the Spider-Man series. It would be interesting to see how she actually, what her range will be um, in the next film to see how she portrays this character. Because we can't get too much from what <laughs> what we're given in this one because it's mainly just like flashback scenes until they actually finally meet, you know? So. Well, you mean dreams or dreams? Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, dreams or visions. Sometimes Poor Paul kind of gets glimpses of the future. Yeah, it's that's really cool, and that was really trippy to me. It was. But yeah, she's a character that's definitely it's going to be more fleshed out. It's a lot of build up for her character in this right. in this part. Right. So, which I'm I'm okay with because you have a lot of interesting characters uh, to deal with in this one. Yeah, and for as much as people. You know, I, I've heard another complaint that people say that um, not much happens in this part. I'm like, are you kidding me? No, there was a lot. So much happens. There's so much buildup and then just like collapse yes. of this world uh, yeah. that um, Paul has around him. I, I like that. And it may for them and it, it may be for me, it may have just been the pacing because a lot does happen in the film. There's just mm-hmm. some spaces between. But there are some exciting scenes. There are some. Like when when they're trying to assassinate him, oh man! Well, and then when he the way uh, his uh, his father takes out um, Arkanen, he tries Arkanen, to. yeah, or tries to, yeah, the way he attempts to take him out, 
that was a pretty intense scene, you know. You don't think he's coming back from it, and then what does he do? Like climb through a vent or a wall or something to escape? He like flew that was to so a corner. creepy. Is that what he did? Yeah, oh, yeah he flew to a corner and he was like trying to hack it out. And they're like, they thought he was dead, and here and everyone died around in that room and around him, and he comes crawling back out. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That good. was wild. Yeah, that's that's like a haunting like image to me. It was like almost as haunting as like. Uh, uh Blair Witch Project at the end. That or you know what it kind of remind me of is um one of the characters from Spawn when you were reading the comics not from the movies but yeah. um yeah there's a there's a character he's a blob like character I can't remember his name right now for some reason but um it reminded me of that's what he would look like if they brought him into <laughs> brought him to life. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting though that for ever since the David Lynch version of Dune that People kept saying like you can't do you can't do the book justice you can't do it justice blah 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 and this is not a direct adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denny Villeneuve and uh, uh, John Spates, who co-wrote um, Doctor Strange, actually, um, they they made it their own way uh, and did take some you know some risks with the source material. I I I thought it was fantastic for them pulling it off. You know, it, it, there's there's always you know there's always talk of, oh, this could never have been shot. This could never have been done. It's unfilmable. This is just un, unadaptable. Blah blah. blah which mm-hmm. uh, once again, going back to something like Preacher, they said the same thing about that. Right. And it was adapted. As long as you have the right voice for it, if you know what needs to be done with the story and these characters, it's gonna be done. Right. And who better to, you know, lead that than Denny Villeneuve? Um, oh, Billy, Billy Concade is the name of the character, or Kincaid from uh, Spawn. That's who it reminds me of. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I've never read the book, so I don't, I don't know. But I, I had friends growing up that they were big Dune fans, you know. And, and I remember watching the movie, the uh, original movie, and just thinking, really, this is what they like this, you know? <laughs> okay. Well, and uh, you know, I've I've never read the book either, but I I'm hearing the people that love the book are not happy with this adaptation, even though it's not a mm. real adaptation. Sure. Like, you have to as if you're a fan of a book, mm-hmm. uh, something, uh, especially something renowned like Dune. You have to know that it's not going to be like word for word, no. shot for shot, right. the same thing that you're going to get from a book. Book has too many options. Uh, you have to use your imagination too much. Right. Like how the characters interact with each other, how the characters speak, how the characters should look. Right. All this stuff. There's so many variables with how a book should should be seen. Right. And, and... Um, that you can never like why why compare it directly to the book and you're gonna miss something somehow somewhere or yeah. or, or interpret it wrong too because how do you interpret it yeah exactly so i i don't always like that comparison of mm-hmm. uh you know book to movie for a myriad of different reasons i i get that you know you want some things to be shown and you want the characters to be done right as as far as i'm convinced from a movie perspective from this movie's perspective you know, I I feel like they knocked it out of the park. Uh, that this is how I like sci-fi. This is how I like my movies. Is if it's long and drawn out, there's a good reason for it. 
you know, if it's if it's the slow pacing, it's building up to something. It not it might not be the most like uh you know action packed kind of thing, but it's still to me very satisfying. There was still enough action to keep my interest in this movie. There's been I, I've loved long you know slow drawn out movies where there's way less action. There's way less of a reason to continue going on watching it. But you know maybe that's just me. You know I I don't know that it's just you. I just I don't know if I. Uh gave it a fair shot or not falling asleep the first time <laughs> well and it's you know it, i i just i just want to kind of show that counterpoint to people that because that is a very common thing that people say that is boring it's boring and you know fine the pacing is not going to be for everyone but no. for general audiences they need you know people need to realize that not everything is going to be breakneck speed not every movie is going to be super fast paced. Is not going to be full of like, you know, funny one liners and such. There's going to be, you know, some movies that are slow, that are dour. There's going to be just, you know, differences in filmmaking, wow. and we should embrace that. And you don't have to like everything as a, you know, you don't have to like every so called boring movie or anything like that. But right. at least appreciate it when you get it. And and there are things I appreciate, you know. I I, I love the work that went into it. The the vehicles, oh, the, the concept art is just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and once again, I'm not saying you directly, James. Right, I'm but, just saying general audiences. And and you know, when the second movie comes out, who knows? Maybe I'll love it so much that I'll go back and watch this other one and and fully yeah. understand it. And that for, I think that's what it was for me. It's just trying to grasp what's going on and hold on to it. But yeah. um, sometimes I'm slower. It takes me like more times to get something. I have to yeah. watch it. Like Inception, a lot of people hated it the first time, right? I loved it the first time. I did too. But there's people that didn't. They didn't get it and they hated it because they didn't understand what was going on. But that second watch, that third watch, they're like, oh, okay, I like this movie. Well, and sometimes having an open-ended uh, ending, you know. It hurts People. <laughs> some sometimes people just want a direct answer yeah you know i i get true, that and it's true. it's a lot of the same ideas that you know sometimes you just have to you know understand this movie is just going to be this way right and just if you pay enough attention you're going to enjoy it um i That's do true. think that i did benefit though from watching this in parts i didn't mean to watch oh, it that way okay but there was i three basically i had to split it up between three showings Okay. Uh, three viewings. Maybe I should try that. Maybe I'll get it better. Like I really wanted to start it, and I was like, "Ah, oh, crap! I got to pick up Juno from daycare." No, I got gotcha. you. I watched and then it. it. Was this, and then I was like, I couldn't. You know, I want to give this enough attention. If I can't focus on it, I'm gonna stop it right here, and then you know, finish out the rest of it. But maybe that helped me focus on you know what was going on. And and I think I should have gone to the theater because if I went to the theater, I wouldn't have fallen asleep because I don't do that. Less um, distractions. Yeah. And yeah. when I'm on my comfy couch and heater's on and I'm like, you know, Jackie's sitting next to me, I'm 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 gonna pass out. You're just like, ah, oh, this is life. <laughs> I got the chihuahua in my lap, he's too warm. I'm like just <laughs> 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 gonna happen. So then uh what did Jackie think? Um Or I did think... she fall asleep too? No, she didn't. Well, no, she did. She did fall asleep the first time. Yeah, but the second time, I think she liked it. I should ask her. I didn't really ask her opinion. Yeah, I'm um, just curious. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure she liked it, but I'll have to ask her for sure. Yeah, um, I got to say, Charlie um, did not watch it with me, but once I kind of built it up, I think Charlie wants to see it now. So, oh, cool. you know, hopefully word of mouth continues with it. There's, uh, I don't know how you feel about it, James, but there, it's very hit or miss in the theaters right now. Mm-hmm. Um, going into the holidays, it seems like there's going to be more quality films going into theaters. But when Dune came out, around the time that Dune came out, um, you know, you did have uh, No Time to Die, the James Bond movie. And then there was a bunch of random things, I feel like, that didn't really deserve, like, the money or the effort to go into the theater. Mm. Like, uh, well, this came out later, but Halloween Kills. Oh, right, right, right. I'm not a – I haven't watched any of the Halloween movies, but it's just, like, a kind of weird idea – that they're going on a hunt to kill Michael Myers, this, uh, you know, nonstop killer. Yeah. Uh, like that just feels like something that should have only been on stream. I don't know that it's just, I don't know. I have a bunch of different feelings on what companies decide now to put in theaters because it better be worth my time. Yeah. I gotcha. Like if I'm going to venture out and risk my life to watch a movie, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. <laughs> It better be something good or at least something intriguing. Absolutely. I mean, Dune would definitely do it for me. I would see it in a theater. I kind of wish I went to the IMAX and saw it, but uh, time wasn't just, I just didn't have enough time. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, here's hoping that they get to do the second part their way or um, any further parts after that, if they feel the need. I feel like they should continue in the same vein, you know, pacing wise, construction wise, and uh, really let this world be its own. Be cool, yeah. Be, be cool to see another franchise come up and see where it goes. Yeah, exactly. Any uh, other thoughts, James? No, I think I've I think I've ex- exhausted all my my thoughts. All right. <laughs> How about you? Right. Uh, you know, my final thing is just once again. Obviously, I'm a big fan. I do highly recommend it. Um, you have to change your expectations, though. Of, you know, it's going to be a long movie. It's going to be slow pace. Right. A lot of world building, a lot of character building. You, you got to know what you're getting into. Don't just watch it because it's like the thing to watch. Right. Um, but yeah, adjust your expectations accordingly. And I feel like uh, most people shouldn't should enjoy it then. Uh, I guess we'll we'll be talking about the Eternals next. Um, mm-hmm. I guess this concludes this episode of Nerdy Daily. We'll talk at you next time. Peace.